Welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> the Art of Relationship Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thanks. Hey, welcome everybody. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. Health flavored. But he's doing smooth. This show actually might be for the single people out there. <coughs> sort of following up, uh, I did a little show uh, last week on, um, you know, what do you look for as far as, you know, dating? Short-term, long-term, that type of aspect. But I want to look at, um, you know, this is more looking at dating etiquette and also looking at, you know, ghosting. And everybody, I think, knows what the term ghosting is. That's basically when you might like somebody, um, and what happens is, you know what, they never call you back. They just sort of disappear. They ghost you, right? And um, so we're going to talk about those aspects, about what dating etiquette is. And you have a lot of people that are going to tell you it's right, it's wrong, those type of aspects about what to do, what not to do. And it, I tell people, you follow your gut instinct, and you try to be smart about it, <coughs> and you be respectful. And it's sort of ironic. I guess not ironic, it's done on purpose uh, to get on the element to where looking at last night, I was uh, humbled, I was uh, one of the panelists for uh, What Men Want in Singles in, and the City last night downtown in Detroit, had a lot of fun, um, it would have been nice if we would have had more time, I'm not bashing, it was awesome, it was put together, terrific, but more time would have been terrific, so I'm going to try to do um, a little bit of a follow-up and get into maybe more of the nitty-gritty about the dating elements. You know, we're looking at communication, and the topic last night was about what men want. And I think more content we could handle. And I want to try to handle that real quick here. And looking at, you know what, what men want, maybe I'll do another show on that. But I want to get into dating etiquette and dating aspects to look at, you know what, what goes on? What do you need from one another? And are you able to look at um, what is right, what is wrong? You know, are dating etiquette, are they manners? Are they uh, looking at dating rituals? And what do you want? What do you expect from a dating aspect? And the one thing, you know, I did last week or a couple weeks ago was, you know, are you dating for a long-term, you know, potential? Or are you just dating to date for a short-term hook up that type of aspect okay and it does matter if you are in the dating realm and you are looking at a long-term uh, situation and you know what do you what do you do what do you expect from your partner and this goes for women men as people know I've been doing this show a long time as I uh, work with clients and everything I do not get into a gender bias situation whatsoever okay I want you to look at you know a lot of people look at I expect this from a man I expect this from a woman that's okay but you need to be clear on your expectations okay there's not necessarily right or wrong you want a good fix in what works for you 
in those situations when you're dating, especially if you're looking for a long-term commitment, you know, a long-term partner, maybe leading into marriage, if, you know, you so choose to do that or if you want to live together forever and ever, that's fine. That's your choice. Nobody else should dictate that. And I want to get at the avenue, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, dating manners. What do you expect on a first date? Okay, uh, you some people, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go out and I can't wait to get laid, right? They expect sex on a first date. I tell people, never ever expect sex on a first date. Does it happen? Absolutely. Is it wrong? Again, it's up to two consenting adults. You're looking at, I don't want one person that is misleading anybody else. And we talked about, you know, last night, or I did, brought up, I want people to be real. I want people to be upfront when, uh, in the dating realm, okay? Do you look at the situation where, um, you know what, that you throw all your baggage out there on the first date? No, you don't have to at all, but I want you to be real and, you know what, be honest about it. If you are in a, you know, hookup situation, you're just looking for a booty. Let's face it, man, woman, you know, friends with benefit, whatever, you don't have to disclose much at all. You want to make sure you're safe, healthy, right? No STDs, no, because by law, at least in the state of Michigan, if you don't disclose that and you give it to somebody else, that's a felony, okay? Just to let people know. So you need to be upfront. You need to be open and honest about those situations. Other than that, you know what? Um, what's the rule of thumb? How much do you disclose? How much do you, you know, hold back type of thing because everybody wants to put their best foot forward but then all their dirt is held back and is it fraud that people come at you and disclose all this situation okay like uh one comment about you know how many sex partners you have does that a first date conversation again that is you know what it's very subjective and what works for you what works for the other person are you offended by that and one gentleman talked about last night that had a great point. You know what? Are you judging that person based on their past? Or are you basing them on the person they are now, right? We're not our past unless we keep continuing doing the same stuff all over again, okay? <clears throat> Would a first date conversation be, have you ever cheated on somebody? And you know what? Would that be a first date? Are you looking at the person to see what type of character they are, right? We're human. If it happened, are you gonna disclose that information or are you gonna lie about it and then it comes back and bites you in the butt? Or is that person going to assume, because you cheated before, that, um, you know what, you're a cheater? And I tell people all the time, I tell couples on a daily basis in my office that, you know what, it is not true that once a cheater is always a cheater. That, that is so not true, okay? Yes, don't get me wrong. You know what? A person that there are, I tell people, like 15% of the people, there are dogs of both gender, right? Women out there, men out there that are always going to cheat. They are never going to be faithful, okay? Um, some people we could get into, you know, is there sexual addiction? And, you know, me and, you know, buddy David Lay and, you know, some other ones around have a, you know, have to be very careful when you talk about sexual addiction because I think it's thrown out there way, way too much, and I think it pigeonholes a lot of people that really are not sex addicts. There might be compulsive issues, but you have to really, really look at it because somebody wants sex four or five times a week doesn't make them a sex addict, okay? 
you need to be very careful about those aspects. So, you know, on a first date, what do you disclose? What questions would you ask? And also, um, if it doesn't work out, what I got onto, you know, at the beginning about ghosting. You know what? Is there an etiquette? Should there be an etiquette to say, you know what? I'm not interested anymore. Go about your way by not texting them anymore, not calling them, not contacting them, you know, through social media aspects either. Um, what is the right protocol for you? And I'd love for you to hear it or others to hear your insights and what you think about it. Number is 313-614-9498. Give me a call. Join the discussion below. I'd love to hear your intakes on it. Um, intakes, your insights. Sorry about that. Tripping over uh, my words a little bit today. And you look at those elements, you know, what? what is right? What is wrong for you? What do you expect? And do you talk about your expectations on the first date? Is that wrong? Is that being too forthcoming and too forward? I don't think so. I, I think you can look at, you know what, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for um, someone, you know, to fall in love with. I'm looking for a monogamous relationship. And this is what I expect. You know what, I don't want kids. I want kids. Some people are looking at, do you disclose information that, you know what, you have a kid that you never see is that an information or do you keep that and you know what and hopefully the hooks get set in that person they fall in love with you and then okay all my dirt comes out I don't think that's fair I don't think that's honest and that's putting up a front with certain people in the dating realms you know what are there questions that are you know what inappropriate mine and I talked about this last night too I think a question inappropriate okay how much money do you make does that tell me that you are a little bougie and you're just thinking about you know money a certain lifestyle and you're only looking at a status aspect you know what if that's what you're looking for that's fine but I'm still not going to disclose that information and I want someone that's you know what that's into me that loves me for me the character the person I am okay and I would want someone you know the same aspect you know what I'm not going to expect someone to make an X amount of money and you know for me to love them or whatever I look at the character of the person I look at you know what the personality are they funny do they like joking around are they humble okay and on a first date situation it's very very difficult to find out if somebody is humble but there are certain questions you can ask okay certain questions you look at to ask if somebody is humble you know what what's your biggest regret you know what are you know maybe the biggest mistake you made in your life type of situation and you can tell if somebody is humble or not there are certain indicators that you can you know you can tell you can trust your gut instincts okay and on a first date or even in a dating realm what is appropriate when you want a long-term commitment um, and what is the time frame, right? What if you think, okay, we've been dating a couple weeks or we've been dating a month, and now, right, you're wondering if it is ready for a long-term commitment, if you want to be exclusive with one another, okay? This needs to be talked about and not just assume. You might have somebody, and I know people, women, men, whatever, that have been, I, I have couples that, okay, we weren't exclusive for two years, we were dating, and then we became exclusive. You need to set your parameters and your expectations out there and be real about them. Is that okay to be able to look at 
you know, is it a wrong topic to bring up? You know what? Maybe what your favorite sexual position is. That's an inappropriate topic to bring up on a first date. Okay. Now, a first, if you've been talking for a long time, we all know with the online dating aspect, you've been talking for a long time, maybe talking over the phone before you actually meet in person. You know what? Again, it's very subjective. Hey, Shauna, what's up? She was, uh, Shauna Marie was the guest host. We we're talking about um you know dating speaking of dating dating if you have children we were talking about that on uh last friday uh ghosting great topic i'm at work and cannot listen unfortunately oh shoot now i should have read that shauna i'm sorry um enjoy work enjoy your friday shauna but you know we're talking about you know what is your parameters that someone that you know what that says oh i have no kids and then you really like that person find out they have kids that's being dishonest okay and you're wondering what else are they hiding right so are you open are you honest and how much you disclose and what questions you ask what questions you answer is again it's very subjective when it comes into the dating etiquette I'm all about manners do you expect somebody to ladies out there you know what do you command that the guy, not the man, but do you command the guy opens the door, holds the door open for you? You know, that how they treat the wait staff. If you know you happen to meet at a bar, whatever restaurant, whatever you do, even going for a walk, how are they with other people? Do they and I talked about this before, but you know, are are they mannered? Do they say thank you? Do they say please? Do they hold the door open for people? These are things that you know what you can look out for and it might tell the character of a person not always they can hold the door and be you know what very gentleman on a date two dates whatever and then the reality sets in that you know what they're abusive that they're just disrespectful and this works for both ways both genders okay women men everybody assumes you know what all men are like this all women are like this all men are after one thing dating and that's all they want no there's a lot of guys out there that want love they want a long-term relationship okay and you know things to look at I said you know monogamy how important is that and let's face it <clears throat> let's be real people if you ask you know what are you know what I'm looking for a monogamous relationship and someone lies to you oh yeah so am I so am I and you know they're a dog or a hoe Let's be real out there, a woman out there, whatever. I'm looking for a monogamous relationship and also what they mean. I'm looking for a monogamous relationship on uh, Thursday night, but you know what? Friday, Saturday, I'm not monogamous, that type of thing. And it's one of those aspects. I'm all about people being real, being honest, being legit, and coming real in the dating realm, right? Because they're going to find out anyways. And the players out there, the game players, again, both genders they're not going to care about being honest right they're going to care it's you know they're going to want to get what they want to get and they don't really care about your needs i'm being honest i'm being blunt out there that's usually how i am they're more they're selfish and they're looking at more about their needs screw not literally you know <laughs> forget about what your needs are and um, you need to be careful of those aspects and a lot of people out there I hear you know a lot of women out there and single women in my office that you know gone through a divorce or a breakup and they're looking at healing and getting back out there in a dating realm you know I, I hear women all the time oh I can um, I can spot a player a mile away right and then they find out well they date somebody and they were a player and you know I don't want to say you know what I thought you could spot a player a mile away it's Trust in your gut instinct. And we all know also, 
um, you know, certain questions. I want to know what is taboo for you, and what do you ask? Okay, what do you do? You ask, you know, is it important that a person has? And this come up last night. Does is this a uh, important question? Does it really matter how many sexual partners somebody has? Right? Is it because of insecurities? Is it because of um, you know what, you want to know if they're trustworthy. Does that mean because somebody had a certain amount of sexual partners, does that mean that that person is not trustworthy? No, it does not. And that goes for men and women. And there's maybe a double standard out there, and there should not be, right? And I, I get, you know, guys in here often, and they'll tell me, you know, they live by a double standard, and I call them out on it. That, you know what, I, I can hoe around and have so many sex partners, but my lady, my soon-to-be wife, she better not have any more than one or two besides me as sex partners. And I'll say, aren't you being a hypocrite? You know what? You're being a hypocrite, plain and simple. And they said, well, this is what I want, Greg. This is important to me. This, You know what? As long as you're upfront about it, you know what? So be it. Are you being a hypocrite? Maybe. That's being subjective. However is, uh, you know what, as long as you're being upfront and be honest about what you're looking for, I guess it's the woman's choice if she wants to go into that game frame or not, right? Other aspects, you know, in the dating realm, if you go into, you know, you're looking for a monogamous, a long-term partnership, and I'm, you know, sort of going back on this aspect or reviewing this, you know, when do you bring that up? And is this a, you know what, I mentioned there are some people that have been dating for two years and they were not exclusive. They both agreed to that. I'm not. There's nothing wrong with that. But you both have to be on the same page when it comes to that because someone's going to get hurt. If someone wants, say, you know, a committed relationship, an exclusive relationship, and it's you know whatever, a couple weeks, couple months, whatever it is, and the other person doesn't want to be exclusive and they're looking at, I'm not even thinking about being exclusive, whatever, then you need to look at and set your boundaries in a matter of self-respect for you, right? And if you sell yourself out and you want that person to be exclusive and they're not with you, you know what? You're setting yourself up to have a heartbreak. You're, you're setting yourself up to, you know what, the devastation and heartbreak or, you know what, are you going to be okay that they might be going out dating other people, having sex with other people, and you're being exclusive, thinking, you know what, I can handle this, I'll be okay. You know what, they're honest, they're going to be exclusive, right? Uh, they're not going to be exclusive. You know this, you're up front, but you're thinking, yeah, it'll be sooner or later, they're going to be exclusive. You know what, don't set yourself up that way. If they're not ready to be exclusive, there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't make them a bad person. It's just you need to understand where you at, what you value in a relationship, or you know the timing of the relationship and what works for you. Okay, and I don't want people to get you know sucked into relate. Oh, I'm exclusive, and then you find out the guy or the woman is not exclusive. Okay, they're still messing around with their ex boyfriend. They're still messing around with their ex. Uh, wife or you know girlfriend that type of thing um, but you need to be upfront and honest about what you want and then you need to look at the signs that are going on the flags right everybody's heard the term red flags and all this aspect you know what they say is it legit do you find them sort of tripping over their words I do that when I get sort of rambling on and on but it doesn't mean I'm being dishonest 
that's just me, but are they consistent in what they tell you, right? Do they change their stories often? Do they tell you one thing and you're looking back like, hmm, what? Didn't you just tell me this was going on? Whatever, okay? You need to disclose if you have children, big time, okay? You, I'm all about you disclosing if you want children, if you want more children, okay? That big deal. Um, I'm all about, you know what, not wasting time. If you are looking at being celibate or waiting for sex until you get married, you need to be open and honest about that, okay? Because if you don't and you try to hide that, you know what? That's sort of being a front and you're sort of playing a game, maybe not intentionally because you don't want to lose somebody. I get that. But that is what I call people playing a selfish game and it's all about you, you know what, and trying to mislead somebody else in a dating realm. Be open and be honest. Allow people to have decision-making power. You don't want somebody, you know what, then down the road they look at you, lied to me. It builds up resentment and it kills trust. Maybe physical trust and it also definitely kills emotional trust. So be open, be honest when you're in the dating realm. And looking at, you know, what you're looking for, you know, for a partner, okay? What, what's important to you? You, that's important. That's crucial. You need to look at, are you looking for someone that's uh, going to be a great mother, a great father? You know what? If they don't have any kids, how do you know that, right? Somebody that is, and it cracks me up, oh, I love kids. I'm a you know, kindergarten teacher, first grade teacher, whatever. And I'm not bashing you out there. And uh, also, they could be a crappy mother or a crappy father because they deal with kids all day. They might come home and not want to deal with their own kids. And you get where I'm going with this. I'm not bashing... Uh, you know, early education teachers out there, not at all. It's just something to look at and pay attention to, people. How do they interact with other people? Are they respectful to you? Do they listen to you? Are they able to, you know what, show that they care about you and what your opinion is, what your insights are, or is it all about them and how they feel? These are red flags. I um, Maybe they're red flags for me. But these are things you want to look at that someone cares about you and that, you know what, it's not as one gentleman, uh, another um, gentleman, one of the panelists last night um, mentioned, you know what, that I'm looking for somebody that is giving too. I'm giving, I'm giving, but I also want, you know what, that lady to be giving to me. It's not all about her or the world doesn't revolve around that person, okay? And I, you know, I agree with that. So you look at these parameters and you get to set your dating etiquette. Like I said, with manners, holding doors, is dating etiquette, do you, you know what, if you like the person, is there a good night kiss at the end? Is it a go with the flow type thing? Or do you just give a cheek? These are things that you can set aside ladies and men too maybe women expect you know a little good night kiss on a cheek and the guy is you know what i don't do that on the first date is that wrong do you end in a handshake do you end in a hug and this is again it's something one of those situations is very subjective my situation is you know what if i'm not at the end of a you know first date if i'm not into that person i'm not gonna hug them I'm not going to, I'm not going to mislead them, okay? And you look at the situation that, you know what, you be open and out. You know, some people, you kiss them. They could mislead you. You could mislead them, right? Oh, they kissed me. They, they like me. It went well. Maybe they're just doing it out of habit. 
Maybe they're doing it because they don't want to hurt your feelings. So these are things to think about. Like when I said, I don't want people to front and be dishonest and be deceitful and misleading anybody, okay? Um, hey, Sophia, what's up? Why is ghosting even a thing? Why aren't people dating anymore? Um, Sophia, I think um, people are dating um, anymore. And it's a big discussion topic for you. Um, I want to know what your definition of dating is. And this is very subjective. And I think, you know, another thing about dating, and we, you know, this was quite brought up by a lady last night and it's a great question you know what you look at generational aspects okay you know not only you know if you're in your say late teens early 20s and you're dating maybe that's different for somebody that is in their late 20s or even in their 30s 40s 50s 60s can still date 70s right so you look at is it a generational thing but you need to be on the same page and that's a great idea Sophia you need to be on the same page about exactly what dating is to each person. It can be very subjective, right? Some people, and I brought it up, I don't know, before you uh, got on a discussion board, that some people, you know what, I'm dating, but I'm dating multiple people at the same time. There's some people out there, oh, oh my God, that's not me. I think it's wrong. I, you know, I get so confused. I only can date one person at a time. And if it doesn't work, then I'll go on to the next. Everybody is different, but you need to set those parameters and be honest about what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and if, you know what, that you don't sell the essence of who you are trying to please somebody else or trying to, um, you know what, make somebody believe something you're not. You know what, I'm not about people playing the fool. I'm not about people being dishonest and deceitful just to get what they want, okay? I want you to be open. I want you to be honest. Uh, so I want you, I would, my suggestion to you, Sophia, would be, you know what, what your definition of dating is. Is it, you know, going out to eat, going to the zoo, going for walks. Um, those would be my definition of dating, maybe even watching movies. It, it's, you know, it's very subjective and you need to be on the same page with one another exactly what that is and what that represents, okay? So that that's a great topic, Sophia. Thanks for bringing that up. And so, you know, you set those boundaries and look at what etiquette matters to you. And because what you expect, one thing, one person just might think differently and don't assume anything. Maybe they weren't taught what etiquette is, right? And, on a, you know, on a first date, do ladies, do you offer to pay your portion of the drinks or meal or whatever it is? Or do you feel that's always the guy's job and why, Right. And you talk about women being independent and women having the same equal rights, and I'm all for it. I want women to be independent. I love it. Um, but then do you, you know, sort of switch back and go back, I'm a traditional woman. But you want to be independent. You want this. You know what? So these are all things you need to look at. And are you looking at, you know, the guy? Oh, the guy's always supposed to take care of the woman no matter what. If that's what you expect, you need to put it out there because there's some people... They're going to be dishonest. Oh, yeah, I love a man or I love a woman that's this way and that way. And then reality sets in and they're lying to you, okay? Or they think they can handle it, but they can't. Be real. Be honest with the person, whoever you're dating, okay? You get to set the line of questions up. What's appropriate? What's not appropriate? And you can ask, you know, you can even say, you know what? 
I'm not going to answer that. I think that question's uh, inappropriate for a first date, second date, whatever. You get to deem what is appropriate, what is not appropriate, but you can be respectful and asking. Now, if the same question, if you state that and the question keeps coming up and up again, repeated, you know what? That person isn't respecting your wishes. Peace out, dismiss, you know what? This ain't, I know this is not going to work for me. I know this, so I don't want to waste your time. And would you leave early? That would be another adequate question. If you know it's not clicking and you're not there, are you going to be polite and carry out the date? Or is your time valuable and say, you know what, I'm sorry. You know what, this just isn't what I'm looking for. And you know what, have a nice evening. Thank you for your time. And that's it. Is that being rude? Is that being rude? I don't know. <laughs> time, people's time is valuable, right? Or how many people use the, you know, the phone call type situation that we always see in movies, right? Phone a friend or a phone friend's going to phone you um, saying, you know what? Oh, I, there's an emergency. I got to go. <laughs> that type of thing. That's childish, okay? You can, you know, be confident enough in yourself and be you know what mature enough emotionally mature enough and to say you know what if you want to end the date be open and be honest you know what i'm sorry you know what you're a nice person whatever or maybe they're not a nice person but you don't have to belittle them to say you know what i'm sorry i'm looking for somebody else and i don't want to waste any of your time anymore you know what i'm out of here and there's nothing wrong with that um, i don't think there's anything wrong with that you're being respectful and you're being honest, okay? You're not being rude. You're not being crude. Uh, Sophia, okay, for what age ranges is an appropriate date for seeking possible relationship material? Um, that's a good question, Sophia. And again, it's very subjective, okay? There's, you know, there's people that date and they're 20 years apart, okay? They're, you know, 15 years apart. They're 10 years apart. I think it depends. One thing I really look at, Sophia, when it comes to, you know, age ranges, whatever, I don't necessarily look at the age range. I look at maybe the emotional maturity level of both people, okay? I look at, you can have someone that is 25 years old that's dating someone that's 50 years old and that 50 year you know 25 year old has the same emotional maturity as a 40 50 year old or you know a 50 year old might have the same emotional intelligence emotional maturity of a early 20s you get where i'm going with this so i'm not one on the age aspects so you know a lot of people throw a lot of shade at oh that's disgusting dating someone that's as old as her dad or he's dating someone that's as old as his mom that type of thing if two people are happy um you know what i'm all for it i'm not gonna judge you know you look at you know are there people you know growing old together and you have an age range the aspect i look at you know what the age range is if they're you know maybe 20 years 15 to 20 years you look, you know, are there health issues? Someone that's in their, say, 30s, say 35, and someone's 55, and start making, you know, health issues. And I, I know people are going to say health issues can arise at any age. So, you know, you're looking at um, activity levels, where you're at, what you expect as far as certain age aspects, and it can be discussed. I'm not one that's going to tell you you need to date someone within five years of your age range. You know what? We can look at, you know, what the age difficulties, you look at common interest, okay? It could be music taste. It could be 
whatever activity aspects and one person maybe older people are used to playing cards and the other one hates cards but you could be younger and one person could love playing cards and the other one hate playing cards and they could be the same age you get where I'm going with this Sophia so it depends on things to look out you know how you age and are you I don't want someone to be burdened with me if I get older you know would I date someone you know younger than me absolutely but you look at the emotional maturity, how you click with each other, how you understand each other. But I also don't want to date someone that, you know what, I have to be a parent to <laughs> of any age with emotional maturity. You get me? So I'm not one. You're going to have a lot of professionals, a lot of people out there that are going to, you know, give their take on it, what they, what's right, what's wrong. I'm looking at you know what I want you to look at the consequences of the age gaps and age differences absolutely okay and I also want you to bring them up and be realistic because a lot of people will look at I have no problem I could change your depends when you're when I'm you know 40 and you're 70 I'll change your depend I'm not bashing anybody in not all people 70 wears depends I'm not I'm not saying that I'm just using this as an example I'm gonna get myself in trouble um but those type aspects, and those are realistic, you know, sort of expectations. You don't want it to happen. And you know what? And we all know, you know, on average, you know, women outlive men by seven years. So, you know what? You throw that into the mix, too. So it's what works for you. I don't let society dictate my life. And I help and I promote people not let others dictate you know what your life either what works for you you know what own it be okay with it don't be ashamed with it when it comes to dating and we could look at you know not only dating aspects with the age Sophia but we could look at you know dating outside your race dating outside your culture which some cultures it's a no-no right even to date before you get married is a no-no it's frowned upon it's you're going to get chastised and belittled and degraded maybe even disowned by your family members i think that is so wrong do i understand it do i sort of respect it yes but that doesn't mean i have to agree with it or like it or even follow it okay a lot of people also look at you know what that they're highly religious but they're you know their Christianness and their that and I respect everybody's beliefs big time but I look at you know you say this and that but are you being a hypocrite and you're going out and you know you're banging a lot of women and but I'm a you know I'm a Christian preacher I'm I'm a Christian and all this stuff you know what and it's like do you pick and choose what works for you so I look at those type of aspects, Sophia, in the dating realm, and I want people to be able to look at those facets as well and what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Nothing wrong with that, okay? I tell people, you know what, you try to listen to your gut instinct. And in dating, one thing I talk about as well, I, I say, you know what, that there has to be chemistry, okay? Number one, there has to be emotional chemistry. You, you need to just jive. You need to be able to talk and feel safe with somebody. And that takes time, right? 
of course. You, there's some people, I, I mentioned this a long time ago, about some people we just click with, and that's platonic. I'm talking, it could be friends, you know. It could be, you know, guy friends, women for same-sex friends. I mean, you know, platonic, no romance, okay. And we just jive and click with somebody differently. And are you looking for that in a romantic relationship? I, I think we just click with certain people differently, and there's nothing wrong with that. And are you okay with that? And I, I'm one big thing to chemistry, okay? You can have intellectual chemistry. You can have the same belief and value chemistry. But you know what? If you don't have that romantic chemistry, I don't think it's going to be a long-term aspect. And I could be wrong. And I do know people that have been friends. They have, you know, friends, good friends, and then the chemistry came later on. I'm not, it does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't occur. It does occur. But I think that's rare, okay? And some people that assume that that chemistry will be there down the road, you know what? It might be. Flip a coin. But I tell people, chances are it's not ever going to be there. It's your choice to take that chance or not, okay? I, I want people to be happy, and I want people to have a realistic expectation and I'm I'm a therapist you know counselor been doing this a long time um, for a lot of years in helping people and I'm not one I don't want people to live their values in their life and their dating realm according to me you get me that you should do this you should do that because I think this I want you to do what's right for you and what makes you healthy what makes you happy okay and don't live by anybody else's rules or you know, dictate that to yourself because that tells me that maybe you're not a confident individual and that, you know what, you let everybody else make up and dictate your life and your own values and your own, mal sorry, morals for you, okay? So just give you something to think about, okay? So thanks for listening, everybody tuning in. Oh, real quick, <laughs> um, share the live video, uh, get a chance to win my book, the Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite, Love, and Intimacy. You'll get a chance to win the ebook. The paperback version is available on Amazon.com. And as always, I am constantly going through the book, editing the book um, for, you know, it could be grammatical errors for so it sounds and flows a lot better grammatically, um, mixing up words. So I'm constantly editing it, editing it, <laughs> sorry people and going through it okay so um check it out it's available on amazon.com my website of course is theheartofrelationships.org people and my passion is always helping you have the relationship you crave and also you single people out there that means you know what that you have a better understanding of yourself what you want you know what self-love self-respect and you have a better idea of what type of relationship or marriage you want down the road, okay? And I also specialize in grief and loss and also trauma, okay? Post-traumatic stress, uh, sexual assault, rape, that type of aspect as well, okay? Peace and love to everybody out there. Take care.